0: Hey guys and welcome back to the You Know The Draw podcast, podcast hosted by me, Faris, and my mate Robbie, two fourth-year dental students producing content for all your dental needs. Whether you're a dental student or applicant, if you want to learn more about the relative dentistry, this is a podcast for you. If you want to keep up to date with all our episodes, follow our podcast on your platform of choice and check out our YouTube, Instagram and TikTok over at You Know The Draw podcast. Thank you. So today is another mini
1: episode where me and Faris are going to be talking a little bit about... Um, you know, high yield study tips because we know exam season is fast approaching, and a lot of us are going to be cramming at the moment for exams. So uh, yeah, we hope you guys find this episode useful. Mm-hmm. So let's dive straight into it, <sighs> Faris. What are some of the high yield study tips you have for our listeners?
0: Yeah, so we'll start off with a bank. We'll start off with a good one. Um, recently made a video on this thing called the Pareto principle, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. If anyone's ever heard of it, it's basically this idea that. Um, you know, 20% of your inputs account for 80% of your gains. So for example, it's seen in like the world whereby like the top 20% of earners uh, control like about 80% of the world's economy and wealth, okay? The reason for this is, is is interesting. You know, I don't have enough time to explain it in detail, but it's a common pattern that's seen in life. And it just shows you how, if you can focus on the most high yield, which is why we're talking about high yield today, or the most impactful tasks and um. Um, opportunities when it comes to your studying and your revision you can maximize the marks you get and maximize your performance so the way you can implement this practically with regards to this idea of a Pareto principle is by identifying what the most high yield and important topics are when you're studying something so for example let's say you're studying for your dental exams or let's you know a levels okay you obviously have like a list of 10 topics that need to be done there are certain topics that are more recurrent and more common than others so you should make it a main priority to understand okay well if i've got 10 hours in the day I need to cover 10 topics. It doesn't make sense for you to use those whole... T- and no one studies 10 hours a day, by the way, but just, just mm-hmm. for ease of maths. Um, it doesn't make sense for you to cover every single one of those topics one hour within... Um, each for one hour throughout that day. It makes more sense for you to allocate your time to topics that are more high yield and more often to come up more common, more important. And this stuff is really easy to find out by looking at past papers. If you're at university, look at the things that your professor talk about the most, your big modules, the most important things. Like for example, medicine is like cardiology, the respiratory system, all that kind of stuff. With dentistry, what? Teeth? Um, so <laughs> um, so yeah I- identify the things that are most high yield utilize this principle whereby you're taking the top 20% of things making them your main priority and when you do that over time it really compounds and allows you to really maximize your marks and you can do that as well when you're like studying with regards to procrastination where you try to identify instead of trying to eliminate all distractions which is impossible to do because if you're someone that procrastinates a lot if you could have just eliminated the distractions easily, you would have done it already. So instead, find the top 20% of distractions that you have, the things that are most problematic. For me, it was like TikTok. Get rid of them. So for me, I just dash my phone out of my room when I'm studying. And when you start doing these things, it'll make you a lot more productive, make you do a lot better, make you study better. So yeah, boom. That is my advice with regards to that. Very
1: interesting. I've heard mm. of that rule before. Only as a 2080 rule. I've never known that it had yeah. a name. So thanks for enlightening us. Mm. Um... But yeah, no, I've, I've heard of it where you kind of like focus on, on the big headline things and like that 20% will get you 80% of marks in the exam. Then the small details are, if you want to, you know, build
0: on that. Um, Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't mean like you stop, I want to make this clear as well. It doesn't mean like reduce work. It doesn't mean stop working. It's still, you're going to work hard, but it's just making your work more impactful. It's (laughs) kind of like manifesting this idea of like working smarter, not harder, but you know, you still have to, if if you can work smart and hard, you're going to get the best marks. That's the yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. Always, always go for those big topics that, you know, the common yeah. ones, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Perfect. Yes, so, um, what, yeah. what other study tips do you, do you think are of importance?
0: Hmm. Uh, I think something else that, a lot of people kind of overlook is the value of taking breaks. Now, this is going to be funny because people are like, "Yes, let's go." You know, Faris said, "Just, <laughs> just take breaks." But no, I mean, taking breaks that kind of allow you to reset. Try not to do things that are going to put you into a spiral of distraction. For example, how many times have you said, "Okay, cool, I'll just play PlayStation. I'll play some game, like for 20 minutes." So you set a timer, and then you know, you play or you do your thing, and then you just keep doing it because you can't really control yourself. Okay. So you need to be smart with how you take your breaks. I think it's really nice to do something that is time limited and something that you can control within your breaks and is not going to distract you too much. So for example, when I'm in like my proper, proper revision mode and I need to, and I'm taking my breaks, normally I'd like to walk, but other things you can do is for example, like watch a TV show, like an episode or something on, um, like your computer or whatever you're studying on, whatever, because those episodes are always the same length of time. So I know that for example, like Rick and Morty is going to take like 20 to 22 minutes to watch. And that'll be my break. And that allows you to kind of standardize your time and stop wasting things. Of course, if you start going down like a binge craze, like that's that's your own fault. <laughs> it's not my problem. But if you can kind of standardize and, and respect that, yeah, breaks are very important, but just be really clever with how you take them. Um, and yeah, always as well in those breaks, stand up, move about, because it's never good just to sit for like X number of hours a day. So that's that's another tip I have. What about you, Robbie? What What, what do you think?
1: Um, in terms of tips or like how I would revise, um, I think uh group work, um, yeah, is is, is another high yield study tip because, mm-hmm. what what I mean by that is get into a room with your mates or get on a Zoom call with your mates, um, and kind of just talk about things and and go through content together. That's been really useful for me, um, and I've I've really seen it showing my results, thankfully, and I think it's just because like when you're revising by yourself and you're writing stuff down or you're saying stuff to yourself in your head, um, it's still good, but like, there's no one really to correct you or to challenge you and and make you see maybe where you're going wrong. And I think in group work, when you have two or three other people with you or however, Mm. you know, number of people that you want to revise with, they can kind of be like, well, why is it this? And then maybe you can explain it to them, and it helps you un- um, further your understanding. Or if you're wrong in something which you've been thinking you were right for the last, you know, x number of weeks, they can correct you, and you know that's obviously a benefit as well. So I think revising in group and, and doing group work and you know really speaking to each other and stimulating your mind more, I think that's that's a really useful tip for for revision.
0: Yeah, but you know, a good question I'll ask you actually is how do you find a good group? Because you can work with others, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing more work. Like sometimes you'll get distracted and stuff. So how did you kind of find like a good group to work with? Oh, that's a tough one.
1: It's got to be people that, you know, you can, you've been friends with for a while and you know, they are motivated to learn and they have the time to you know, help you make a schedule where you can all revise together, you really have to scout the correct people to revise with because it, w- it would be really bad, you know, if you wanted to revise with someone and then, you know, for example, things kept coming up and then it would impact your revision as well. So really be wise, you know, almost almost like if you're getting married, you know, you want to find that one right person.
0: You don't want (laughs) to probably scouting out his potentials.
1: (laughs) You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to get married to the wrong person. So uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it is definitely tough um, to find the right people, but once you do, you get into a good groove and you kind of find good resources, you work together, you, and and you also realize one thing is that you can be very intelligent, you know, good for you. But um, like the most important thing is having people that balance your weaknesses. Like we all have things that we're good at, we're bad at. You need to have those people around you to kind of balance yourself out. And, you know, two heads are better than one. That's, that's kind of the best thing I'll say with regards to that. But um, with regards to some like more tips, I think it's also um, important to not beat yourself up as well. Sometimes you'll see others around you and you're kind of like, okay, this person did like 10, I don't know eight hours of work or five hours of this or they know this really well and I barely understand it. Don't really pay attention too much to those that are around you. That shouldn't be the standard that you're holding yourself to. The standard you should hold yourself to is yourself, which sounds yeah. very weird, but you need to hold yourself to the standard of, you know, what you did in the past, basically. Like if, if yesterday you worked for 30 minutes nonstop, but then it got distracted, but today you work for 40 minutes, uh, that's an improvement. You've done well. You've in managed to Make a change, even though it was a difficult thing to do. And if you can continuously do that, again, I love this idea of just compounding, compound interest, marginal gains, the one percent rule. Everything you can just look up. All right, as long as you can consistently improve, that's the most important thing. And another thing that I recently heard, this was Ali Abdel, um, who's you know has some decent tips. He has this two minute rule, which is where you know got like obviously the hardest part of a revision is the is starting. Like once you like to get, just to sit down and just do it because you just find other things to do, you get distracted. So there's this two minute rule whereby you'll set yourself a two minute timer and you just start working. And you tell yourself, if I don't want to work after the two minutes, I just won't work. So you know, because you've got the timer on. More often than not, once you start, you'll just keep doing the task. And even though the two minute timer, you'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm already in the right state of mind to just go. But if you don't want to do it, well, it's only two minutes, so it's kind of a win-win. So, so try that if you want to like try like a little tip, like a high yield tip to improve yourself. Set a time for two minutes. Start the task that you said you're going to start. And if after two minutes you don't want to do it, you know, boom, turn it off. But if you do continue, and you most likely will, it's kind of like this idea of like getting into that flow state. But you know, that's a whole yeah. other conversation.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I like that first point you made. You know, hold yourself like you know as a standard. Um, not like
0: com- don't compare yourself to other people basically. absolutely don't yeah it's no. it's one of the like it's just the worst thing you can do yeah this is a whole like other topic in itself again but it's just the amount of people that i've seen that you know you know when you see people that you know okay you're smart like you know mm. what you're doing but they don't have that confidence because yes they see experiences and they're like you know oh no i should be doing xyz it's like no did you do better than you did yesterday? Excellent. As long as the trajectory is, as long as you've got that bar graph, and you know you've got the x and the y, okay. As long as it's going up, you've got that positive correlation. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. I don't want to clap too loud, but <laughs> you get the point. Just, just be the
1: best pers- um, version of yourself, basically. Exactly. Yeah, about others. Focus on your own lane. Um, yes, sir. But yeah. Uh, with regards to flashcards, um, they've known to be notoriously useful in, in revision and, and and being, you know, very high yield in mm-hmm. terms of study tips. So obviously, Faris is, is very well versed with the use of flashcards. Um, but just before he speaks about them, I'm just going to quickly mention, you know, in my experience when I've used them, it's been for a couple of exams and um, I found them to be quite useful. I used uh, something called Quizlet, which I'm sure many of you have heard of. Um, and it's free to use. And basically, you just write the question, write the answer down, and then it kind of like, you know, you, you're forced to memorize um, content. And, you know, you keep repeating it and it kind of sticks in your brain. Um, and I found it to be very, very useful. But, you know, what about yourself, Faris? Because I know you use
0: it much more than I do. Yeah, um, I think Quizlet is fantastic as well especially if you just want something quickly and uh, like you can make your own decks, which is like whereby you make your own cards, but also there's a lot of pre-made ones. And that's something else. Like this is is like a mini tip before I talk about cards, which is don't recreate notes that you don't need to recreate, please, please. It's just not necessary. Everything that you write has been written before. So just use the resources you have around you. So like use past paper notes, like notes from uh, years above, ask them, they have them, they will give them, don't worry. Um, look online, uh, you know, similar topics, find books that cover the same things, like have a wealth of resources that already have things made for you. So you don't need to waste time making new notes. Anyway, straight to Anki. So the reason why, uh, or even flashcards, which I use something called Anki. So the reason why I like using flashcards, which is funny because I used to hate them, um, is because they're a way of like active recall. And I'm sure you guys have heard this a lot, but I'm just going to quickly go over it. When you're studying A lot of the time what you do is you just read a load of notes or you write a load of notes and you think you're learning by just reading and rewriting or listening, if you listen to a lecture. However, all that's doing is improving your recognition of the topic you're looking at. So when you read something that you've looked at before, your brain tricks into thinking, yep, I know it, even though all it's doing is recognizing something you've seen before. Now, active recall means that instead you're actively recalling the information from the depths of your brain. In doing so, it forms a like, stronger neural pathway, stronger neural connection, and makes you remember it more. So the way that you can do that, the way you can do this active recall, is by actively recalling the info. And how do you do that? Well, that's by testing yourself with questions. And that's why in a long form, you know, kind of this is short now, is why flashcards are so amazing, is because you can create a set of questions and test yourself periodically. And if and the reason why I said periodically is because they integrate something else, which is called space repetition, whereby there's this concept of memory decay. So over time, your memory decays exponentially. But if you can interrupt that forgetting curve over time, you can constantly improve yourself and do much better in your exams because you're learning things without forgetting. them. So if you couple these two together, what you do is make flashcards, ask yourself questions, answer them test yourself regularly and what does that and combines it all for you so you don't even need to think about this anki which is basically this free um flashcard software that allows you to create cards and test yourself and it has like an algorithm that allows you to like um do really well and and uh test yourself regularly without having to actively think oh what am i going to test myself on today so yeah i love anki and thank you for listening to my ted talk (laughs) (laughs) but i just want to clarify like why it's important and what the concept is and yeah
1: yeah, no, I you know whoever's listening, I told you guys, Ferris is uh, very good with the Anki and flashcards and active recall. So uh, yeah, thanks yeah. for that, Ferris. No, um, I'm more of a handwritten notes type type of guy. Um, you know, maybe statistically, Oof. it hasn't been shown Oof. to be that great, but it's just a method that works for me. And yeah, do you know what? Exactly, I feel like you need to work smarter and not harder find that revision technique yeah. that works for you that's the most yeah. important piece of advice that's take true. the time to really go through all of them use Ferris's um anki and 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 you know active recall and space repetition use quizlet use handwritten notes annotate slides do it all um, but really find out what what works for you and for me it's handwritten notes it's constantly going over those notes and um that worked really well for me in A levels. Um, now at university, I tend to annotate slides um, and maybe make some handwritten notes and just ki- kind of keep on revisiting it. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, what? I I have to admit, it's not the most efficient way. Uh, but like I said, it's the way I'm I'm comfortable with. It's the way that yeah, it, it's it's a tried and tested way for me basically, and I'm
0: I'm kind of happy with it. So uh, yeah, yeah, there's you know, a a thousand ways to skin a cat, as they say, there's so many ways to get to your goal. Yes. Um, So don't just be fixated on, oh, I have to do this and I have to do the most efficient thing. Sometimes even though it's the most efficient, it may not be the most efficient for you. Bear that in mind as well. But what I would say is always try and integrate different aspects of these efficient study tips and et cetera. And, like tailor your study techniques. Like I'm sure there's things that Robbie has learned over the years and techniques he's learned that even though he likes handwritten, he still changed things up. It's not just writing for the sake of writing. It's writing, actively testing yourself. A lot of different factors go into studying. Um, But if you're going to take one thing out of all this studying stuff, it is to just always test yourself. Like I think that's, that's something I'm still struggling to do. I have to be really honest. I'm still trying to make sure I do it more, but when I do integrate it, I do see a marked improvement in, 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 in my work and my memory you start remembering things like how many times have you learned something and then a week later you just forget it and you're like yeah. well, i spent so long learning this why don't i remember Yes, yeah. and you're like oh i'm so dumb it's like no you're not it's just you're a human being just proved you're human but you need to just work hard to identify and understand whereabouts this information came from and how you can retain that information and regurgitate it no not regurgitate it apply it in your exams so yeah test yourself use past papers they're amazing if you can find them, especially for A level, you definitely can do all of them all the way back to like 1967. Doesn't matter. Just do them. So yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I think that sums up everything. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Faris?
0: Um no, not really. All I'd say is good luck to everyone that's sitting their exams. Oh, yeah. Um, don't stress yourself out. Some good, you know. I think we've got an episode on stress management, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Go go give that a listen. Um, some, we've got some good tips there if you're feeling a little bit stressed. And equally, always remember that you know some days you're going to have off days. You're going to be studying and be working really hard, and nothing's going to go in. That's fine. Just take a chill pill, relax, take a break, and you know reset. That, that's that's the most important thing to do. And don't compare yourself to others. So yeah, cool. That's that's what I want to say. Perfect. And
1: um, my summary would just be find the revision technique that works for you. Yeah, simple as. Uh, so yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the You Know The Draw podcast.
0: Yes, and to find out more about dentistry, the application process, and stay up to date with the podcast, make sure you follow at You Know The Draw podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And also check out at Ferris on YouTube for all your dental needs. Thanks for listening. Peace out.